Hey there, it's Mara Schiavocampo, and you're listening to Motivated. Whether you work out regularly or someone who really watches your diet, or maybe you've slipped off the wagon or gained back some weight that you've lost, or you just need an extra push to help you stay on track, staying motivated is key. And that's why we're here to help. Every week, we're bringing you the top health, wellness, and fitness experts, along with a lot of really amazing everyday people. And it's all about helping you live a healthier and happier life. So we're here today with two members of the ABC News family. I'm sure you guys will recognize these two, Gio Benitez and Amy Robach. And we're going to talk all things health, wellness, and fitness with these two. Um, we're models and really actually people that I look up to when it comes to health, wellness, and fitness. What? So thank you guys for being here. Thank Absolutely. You. Um, <laughs> so what I love about this group, the three of us, is that we have very uh, kind of different goals, different approaches, but it, it's all centered around the same thing. It's a, a life of, of genuine health and wellness. It's not just about kind of vanity or fitting into smaller jeans and that kind of thing. Um, so, <laughs> so, 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 I want to start with you um, because you know you're you're quite the the fitness influencer on social media. Um, you know, you and your husband are, are really fit and really healthy. I just want to know what Gio looks like without a shirt on. I wish there were I pictures. Wish I knew. <laughs> I wish there were some way to see. Uh, you know, you can't wear a shirt at the beach. I mean. And let me for 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 everyone who follows you on social media, thank you for that. So so tell me about your approach, like kind of the basics. So you know, are do you have any rules that you live by? Things that you eat or don't eat? How often you work out? Kind of what does that profile look like? You know, the biggest thing for me lately was that I took flour out entirely, and so I eliminated flour within 24 hours, just 24 hours, and my body looked like it dropped two percent in body fat. Wow! And so it's that inflammation. So inflammation's a big thing for me. Um, I basically work out an hour a day. You don't need to do more. I will do weights one day. I'll do yoga another day. I'll do cardio another day. And I'll sort of mix it up like that because you want that sort of balance. You know, you don't want to constantly be doing just weights. You don't want to constantly just be doing cardio. That balance of everything is just really, really good. Um, I've eliminated sugar. Uh, added sugars. You've eliminated added sugars. Eliminated added sugars. I just don't touch it. And if I ever have any sort of, um, you know, like uh, we sometimes make these flourless chocolate chip cookies that are amazing. But with no sugar? No sugar. We, you- so we use maple syrup instead. Okay. And when you use maple syrup instead, the glycemic index is a lot less than that, than, than regular sugar. Your body responds to it differently. Uh, so we, we use that with almond butter, and that's what we make these cookies with. Mm. They're incredible. So that's one of the things that I do is that we eliminate um, added sugars. Dairy's gone for the most part. Um, I, I, I sometimes eat goat cheese maybe but because um, it's a little easier to digest, but that's gone. And the biggest thing for me is that I start my day with a probiotic. Because what I've discovered is that what has changed my body more has been eating healthy. Whatever I've been doing to eat healthier and make me healthier Mm -hmm. has actually made my body look different. And uh, that's what probiotics have done. And and so what I do is that I'll get uh, even probiotic-rich foods, uh, like sauerkraut, for example. And I'll put that in with my salads or uh, with my... I'm a pescatarian, so we'll we'll do like a salmon and we'll put some miso on it. That's a probiotic-rich food. So I'll mix that all up. and, And that really controls your gut health. Uh, Amy, how about you? Because we were just talking. <laughs> I know. Do you, have you eliminated flour, added sugars? I'm laughing. <laughs> so my mantra is I work out to eat. Okay. Uh, so, no, I I have not done any of what Gio 
Does. And you don't no. have to, by the um, way. That's... I might have had a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit before I came here. <laughs> um, but I am working out today. I do try to work out almost every day. And I try to work out around an hour, same as you. But I have different goals. Um, I I do focus on eating a lot of vegetables. Um, post-cancer, I have changed my diet significantly. I eat very little red meat, which I, I'm a girl from the Midwest. And so I... When I was being honest, looking back at how often I had red meat, it might have been four times a week. I mean, that might sound crazy, but from steak to hamburgers to tacos, if I really was being honest, I was eating a lot of red meat. So I have limited that to once or twice a month, max. Wow, that's a big drop. It was a huge drop and a big difference for me. And I've just increased my veggies. So last night I had rotisserie chicken, and instead of having a starch, I had two vegetables, broccoli and then an arugula salad. So I've just increased my vegetables. I've always been pretty good about eating lean meats. I do love chicken. Um, I I do not like seafood. So it's a wow. problem. I, I wish I did. Again, I'm from the Midwest. So my access to really good fresh seafood was pretty much the Gordon's Fisherman right. freezer section. <laughs> Plus I went to Catholic school. And so I had to eat fish sticks every Friday, which oh. I hated. So I, I do like sushi, but I, I know I could do a little bit better in the eating department. But I got to say, pizza... And truffle fries, I could never, ever say goodbye to those things. I love those. Ever. Yeah, pizza I found of, of everything I've given up. Sometimes I'll have some of my old favorites, and they're never quite the same. You know, they taste plasticky and mm-hmm. gross. Pizza is the one thing that holds up. It's always as good as I remember I it I love being. pizza. And and so I just, I've, I'm pretty good at portion control. I can have a few truffle fries. I can have one slice of pizza. And that's how I roll because I don't want to give that up also post-cancer. I really want to enjoy my life. And if I really enjoy something, I'm going to have it. Now, how much of what you're doing now in terms of the vegetables and the red meat has been influenced by your desire to, to live a healthier life for a different reason, for healing? Significantly. Um, you know, I, I, I used to say, my friends who knew me before, I used to kind of tell them before they ate with me at any meal, just warning you, I eat like a truck driver. <laughs> so it's just how I've always been. And once I went through my cancer battle, I realized that this was an opportunity to live better because I do believe you are what you eat. I do believe putting crap in you makes you feel like crap and can ultimately lead to illness. So uh, I joke that I still have some of my old favorites, but I just eat less of it and in smaller portions. And I've added in in that gap vegetables and healthier food and fresh food and fresh fruit. So instead of having a sweet, I'll have fruit. I'm not a big sugar person anyway. So I, it, you know, they say you're either, you're either savory or sugary. And so I go for the savory every time. Like if I had to pick between a, a bowl of French fries and a plate of cupcakes. I'd go for the French fries mm-hmm. every time. Oh, see, I'm so, the exact opposite. Those cupcakes would call my <laughs> name day and night. They can't even be in my house. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. And so I think everyone's got their thing. And sometimes, I mean, look, I like both too. Right. I do. Um, but it's no contest. I like the sw- I like the salty. But I just think that I feel better. I feel more energized. And the exercise is huge for me. I mean, and what when kind I, of exercise do you do? So I'm a big runner. 
I run um, three times a week, and I'm training right now for, well, I, I say it's a half-half marathon. Sounds exhausting. So yeah. I did seven <laughs> miles yesterday, and I hated every mile. Um, so sometimes I have good runs, sometimes I have bad runs, but I've found that running for me has always been the thing I can do wherever I am. So mm-hmm. we travel a lot for our jobs, and sometimes you don't have access to a gym, and uh, I can always run. And I love running. I f- it's my meditation. It's I like to run by myself too. I really don't like running with other people. <laughs> now, a question that you, you mentioned the travel. You know, a question that I get all the time is, how do you manage to fit in? You know, right. exercise or eat well when you are traveling. When you have a busy schedule. You know, I have two little kids. You have two, but you also have an extended family. Right. Your, I your have blended I have, family. I have is. three uh, from 14, 13, and eleven in the apartment with me at all times. And last night we had an eighteen-year-old with us, and we have a twenty-year-old too. So I've got three stepsons and, and two daughters. But yeah, so it's, there's like the always bunch. lots of kids. In yeah. our house. Yes. And, and Gio, you're always on the road. You're traveling, and it's hard to stay on track when it's you're traveling. It's really hard. So, how do you manage that? That's a question that a lot of people have because people struggle with that. Life is real, and it gets in the way. You know, most of the time, even if you go to like a Denny's, for example, most of the time they can customize these things. You don't have to order directly from the menu. You can just say, "Hey, can you give me a little of this? Maybe you have a little avocado you can throw in with these, you know, with, with this omelet or something." And and that kind of thing will help you. Um, and most restaurants will. Will do that for the most part, most restaurants. But if there are truffle fries, forget <laughs> it. I'm with you Just on that one. Just run an extra mile. That's what I always say. But then there's the stress of being on the road or being up against a tight deadline at work. Or everyone around you is eating like crap mm-hmm. too. Or you know, and the drinks start flowing. And you, I mean, how do you manage that when you are not in your element? Well, like Amy, I don't just totally eliminate. When I say eliminate, for the most part, if we're looking at my life and my diet, maybe 80% of it, 90% of it is great. But that 10%, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not just slip, it's stuff that I want. So you're doing it exactly right. Um, but you're also feeding your body with all of these vegetables and all of these great fibers. Those are That's really important. Um, but but if, if I'm in a situation where I'm eating for the most part healthy and this one day I'm traveling and I just can't, I can't find something, I'm somewhere where everything is fried, well, I got to just sort of figure it out and just do it. I'm not going to starve. I'm not right. going to not eat. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Right. And But you're also lucky because in, at home, your husband pretty much lives the same lifestyle. Yeah, very much. So yeah. you have that support. Right, right, right. And that's really important, too, it's, if it's you have huge. that support. It would be terrible if you always had someone across from you at the dinner table eating what you're really lusting after and you're eating the, you know, ter-servings <laughs> of vegetables and the chicken. How do you manage with the kids? Are, are they, uh, you know, eating what you're eating? I, I have absolutely enforced uh, my eating habits on them. And I think it's worked uh, for the most part. I know that when they walk home from from school one day a week, my two daughters stop at McDonald's. And I told them they could only do it once a week. But they do it when I'm not there. And you know, they're kids if they want to have one day. So I said, you got to pick one day and you can have, you know, X, Y, Z. And they use their own allowance for it. And that's kind of their cheat day, basically. And the rest of the time, we're eating pretty good. We went to a diner two nights ago and my daughter got a grilled cheese and I wanted it so bad and I just made myself (laughs) order the spinach salad instead (laughs) which was extra vinegary and it was good but I asked her can I just have one bite of your (laughs) of your grilled cheese and she said sure and it was so good it was buttery Mm. and cheesy and crispy and I just had one bite and that was good so I will steal a fry from their plate But see, you're, good. you're really good about portion control because from yes. for I mean, you got to know yourself. I feel right. like that's rule number one. For me, that slope is slippery. It's steep. 
one bite turns into right. So one I for yeah, myself. I know that if I have one bite, I can be satiated and I'm okay. But I know that's not for everyone. Mm. And you know, Geo, you you mentioned that um, in one of the pre-interviews that you did that you used to be a skinny kid. Oh yeah, and I that was, was that. That was a thing. That's something that motivates you today. Is well, it's funny. It's 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 motivated, but it's also been this like total uh, nightmare in my in my head because I was so skinny that I was bullied all the time in school. Mm. And I even had a kid. There was a kid in school. He was a a baseball player. He was one of the jocks at school in middle school. And he he looked at me and said, "Dude, if I were you, I'd do a thousand push-ups a day, or I'd just kill myself." Ugh. And I never look at that. I'm 31 years old. I have not forgotten that statement. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was that skinny. Mm. And then I just started. That's why I started working out. That's why I started. But then I started when I said I was eating before for that. Now I'm eating for health. Before I was sort of eating to get big and muscles and this and that and all of the what they call the bro science. Um, And so I was doing all that stuff that actually wasn't good for me. It wasn't healthy for me, but my body still wasn't changing. Mm. Uh, And and so it was when I started eating for health, when I started sort of adding many more vegetables in. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Vegetables are magic. Yeah. I wish I had known that a long time ago. Yeah. And there's this, you know, there's this new trend, this keto diet. We're actually working on a story about this it's basically the new atkins right where you eat as few carbs as possible and one of the people that we're we're profiling eats 15 grams of carbs a day in the form of one vegetable like like literally like one stalk of you know one clump of broccoli or what, what yes, have you yeah, i can't do that I, I just feel like vegetables are i don't care if it's carbs i mean the vitamins the everything that's in I, don't, fiber. I don't i don't count vegetables when i'm when i'm looking at the carbs i'm going to eat as many vegetables as i want vegetables are just so delicious i'll get carrots i'll get this i'll just snack on that i don't even count it i now, don't do count you it. log your food I do. I do. Um, because and, and that's actually a, a good thing for anyone to, to sort of start doing just at the beginning, just to sort of see what you're eating, because I think that's very helpful. And, and you'll be shocked. You'll it's look it's at really it. revelatory. Oh, my gosh. You'll, you'll look at it. And, you know, I use an app on my phone. And what app do you use? Uh, my fitness Pal. Yeah, I use the same one. Free stuff. And, you know, you, no reason to pay for it. You just go on there and, and you use it. Um, but it, you look at it and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I, I was eating. 400 grams of carbs a day or something. Right, right. You learn a lot about your patterns. You learn a lot. You yeah. learn a lot. And in fact, that app, if you if you plug in your goals, it'll sort of suggest stuff to you. And it's not limiting. I eat 140 grams of, cal- of carbs a day. What I love is it shows you the week. If you want, you can get the weekly view. And you'll see like my Monday through Friday is great. And then like Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> there's this spike. You need that like, weird one. I really got to work on the weekend. But don't you find too, if you have to log what you eat or write down what you eat, you make better choices about yeah. what you put in your mouth because you have to own it in, in a real way where there you can't deny it. It's right in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. But it, the, the, for me, you know what I and I take this from experience for so long in being overweight, I wanted to do the right thing. I was working hard, but not smart. I didn't have the right information to make the right decisions. So I'm really big on information and logging is a form of that, because if I see that I'm eating 600 calories in snacks after dinner, then I can make a very simple change of closing the kitchen down after dinner. And that's what we do. And yep. we say to my daughter, the kitchen's closed. She says, but it's, I can see it. It's still open. I'm like, not, <laughs> not literally, but you're not eating anything else after dinner, so get full at dinner. Well, they say three hours before bed, you just shouldn't have anything. Yeah, you just got to shut it down. Just shut it Otherwise, down. it stays with you while, you know, while you're sleeping. And then my daughters of... pop that microwave popcorn, and I can right. smell it in the apartment. <laughs> I think that's like the biggest, oh, it's so hard for me. Oh, they did so it last good. night. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's hard. It's all those, those temptations. Stay tuned. More of our conversation is on the way after a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode, Blue Apron. 
Incredible ingredients make incredible meals. That's why Blue Apron partners with a community of over 150 artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, sustainable fisheries, and responsible ranchers across the United States. Thanks to these partnerships, Blue Apron is able to deliver fresh, seasonal, perfectly portioned ingredients with easy-to-follow recipes right to your door for under $10 a person per meal. Log in each week to select the recipes you want to cook or let Blue Apron choose based on your food preferences. With Blue Apron, there's no weekly commitment, so you only get the deliveries when you want them. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while enjoying specialty ingredients and exploring new flavors and cuisines. When you cook with Blue Apron, you bring the best ingredients to your table while developing a sustainable food system for future generations. Join the growing community of Blue Apron home chefs today and get your first three Blue Apron meals free, plus free shipping at blueapron.com motivated. That's blueapron.com motivated. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. talk a little bit about kind of the mental and spiritual component of this. And Amy, I know this is big for you in, in healing and recovering from something that, you know, forced you to really confront your, your health in a very real way. How has that, your approach to kind of mental and spiritual wellness changed? So for me, it's changed dramatically. I think all of us in this room and so many people who are listening and watching work hard and we have goals. And I think that's all very great. But I was so focused on getting somewhere, I wasn't appreciating where I already was. Mm. And so when I had my breast cancer diagnosis, I was forced to live minute to minute, day by day. And even still now, uh, I am cancer-free. In fact, yesterday was three years from my last cancer treatment. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's and it's great. You got to celebrate those milestones because it is something to celebrate. But I also know every six months I go to the doctor and they take my blood and they say you're clear or you're not. And so every six months, you know, I have stress around those days where I know I'm getting tested to see if my cancer may have returned. And so I live in six month increments. Mm -hmm. And while that might sound horrible, it's actually a tremendous gift because it is a six month reminder for me twice a year all we have, all any of us have is right now. Mm. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Today is a gift. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. And that's what I always say. We're all in the same boat. I'm just acutely aware of it. And because I'm aware of it, I live my life very differently. And I talk about enjoyment, enjoying my food, (laughs) enjoying my exercise, enjoying my children, enjoying my life. And I even enjoy spending money in a way I used to worry, you know, and I still save. But I, I try to say to myself, what's the point of feeling guilty or stressed right now, just enjoy these moments and what we get to do each and every day and the people we get to spend our time with, you get to choose that in a way that enriches your life, not that diminishes Mm -hmm. it. And so I've been able to make smarter choices about who I have fun with, who I work with, and, and how I choose to react to things. One of the biggest lessons I learned, and I think a lot of this involves when people turn to food or get depressed and just sit on the couch and don't get up and exercise when you feel like you're out of control, right? I mean, that's when people stress eat. That's when people just go into a ball, into a corner. But when you start to realize that you're not in control, like none of us are in control, it's kind of funny that we actually think we're controlling anything because we're not. The only thing you can control is how you react to things. And so 
when life gets tough, and it always does in little ways and in big ways, it's how you react to it that you have control of. And when you really put it in those terms in your head and you think about that, and even when you feel yourself going negative, if you say, no, I can control my emotion right now, and I am going to choose to look at what's positive about this, how I can own this, how I can make this better. And that makes you feel a peace that allows you just to be. And so that's that's been the biggest help for me. And it's 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 changed how I eat, how I sleep, how I vacation, how I work. Uh, it's it's affected everything. And it really is the only gift that you get from cancer or for, and not just cancer, any life-threatening illness or, or any life-changing moment where you've realized the fragility of life. Mm-hmm. And once that hits you in a personal way, and unfortunately it will to everybody at some point in their lives, you, you have that aha moment. And it can be mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we all saw you going through your treatment. And I will tell you, you made it look so easy. And I'm sure it wasn't. I mean, I can imagine what I mean, and I read your book. I mean, you were going through a lot, but you were you were handling it with this with this poise and this calm and this ease. And you were showing up to work every day and killing it as you do and looking fantastic. And I mean, what were your strategies for coping with such a stressful time while still managing everything else. I think when you have kids especially, you rise up. And I wanted mm. them to see their mom fighting and strong. But of course I had those moments when I crumbled. I think having a schedule for me and going to work, I never understood people who were battling illnesses coming to work. I remember looking at other people thinking, "Why don't you just stay home and get better?" But when you are going through it, I understood it in such a different way. I wanted to be anything other than a cancer patient. I still needed to be me. I needed to have my job. I needed to be a journalist. I needed to be a mother. I didn't just want to be a cancer patient. Mm -hmm. And so it was so important to me to maintain who I was and not get lost to the disease. And so for me, that was my motivation to keep going. And I remember my oncologist told me, when you want to take a nap, try taking a walk instead. Like, stop feeling sorry for yourself and don't be a victim. And I know everybody handles these things differently, and I don't want to impose how I dealt with it on anyone else because we all have our different physical uh, limitations and realities. And I was young and I went through eight rounds of chemo, but I had different chemo than other people did. Mine was CMF. Uh, I lost about a third of my hair. I didn't go completely bald. There were things I didn't deal with that other cancer patients deal with and everyone's cancer is different. But I do know your attitude has a huge impact on how you get through it and how you get to the other side. And fear is the hardest thing to deal with throughout all of this and it remains still the hardest thing post-treatment how do you handle fear and how do you not let it take a hold of you and crumble you and destroy you and so that's been the biggest challenge for me to to be brave and to be a warrior and to not let the fear consume me but instead you know just to put one foot in front of the other and be a part of something and I think getting just giving back Working hard and, and, and just living out loud. I think that's the best way to describe how I live my life. I live my life out loud. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to say, wow, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to do and oh, be. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Live in the moment. In Big Magic, uh, in her book, Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert uh, says that, you know, she knows that fear is sort of always there, sort of always there. But instead of letting it consume you, she looks at it and she says, okay, fear, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> you can go do what you're doing, right. but I'm going to go, go in this direction. And I, and I love that that's your mentality, that yep. that's the way you're looking at it. And I think there's a, if Oprah were here, she'd say this was a tweet, tweet moment. What you said, <laughs> what you said about, about the idea 
uh, that you that you're that you're uh, what was it that you that you just said? Now my I had a, a <laughs> well well well. Why you remember that? I mean, yeah. of fear that you know the other saying that I love is if if you're afraid to jump, then jump scared. Oh, love that. That courage is not the absence of fear. No, it's acting despite it. Yes, um, which I think isn't because when people see others thriving in such a way they they often they know the you know Tr- uh, Tracy Ellis Ross another one of the divas you know she says don't compare your insides to someone else's outsides so you may be feeling a certain way and you're comparing yourself to how others are presenting themselves correct but they may be fa- facing the same fears <laughs> they probably are as well it's just we all present differently okay I remember the tweet tweet moment okay. and it was that if, if you that you're so focused on trying to get where you're going that you don't appreciate where you are now yes. That speaks to so much. Yes. That speaks to everything, fitness. I mean, everything. Yeah. That speaks to it. I love that. Well, and, and speaking of mindfulness, do you go with any kind of spiritual, mental, you know, practice that ties with that mind body? Uh, you know, so one of the things, so with the yoga, what I do with the yoga is. How I, often do you do yoga? Uh, maybe, you know, three times a week. Okay. Um, and, and I'll do it at home. I'll do it at home. You can, you can download also some free apps and stuff. And uh, what I'll do is that I'll, I'll do yoga that actually helps me meditate. Mm. So I, I don't actually sit there and do the full meditation thing. Uh, but in the yoga itself, you can incorporate meditation because it's just that time alone to yourself. And I do yoga sometimes just my eyes closed. And I'm doing it and it's slow and steady and it's just meditative. Yeah, it's very you much a, a moving meditation. I yeah, love that. So you 100%. you mentioned apps. So you're I mean you're, you're a big technology guy. You're big on social media. Uh, what are your resources? Kind of your go to technology resources for you know helping you in your lifestyle? Any apps you love? Any? Um, I, I just started using this, uh, this yoga app called yoga studio. I I think it was like three bucks or something. And that one, um, is the one that I just sort of have in hotel rooms going in my apartment and that'll just guide me through a yoga practice. And, you know, but there's a, there's a bunch of them. There's so many of them. That's what I, what I found is that on uh, with, you go to the app store and it's like, you know, you don't even need to have a yoga studio anywhere nearby Mm -hmm. and you'll sort of learn. You'll do a lot of, um, learning yogajournal.com. Um, that one helps you learn a lot about, you know, uh, yoga poses and how to do it safely and right, because that's so important. Um, you know, and I, I just I browse the, re- the web for a lot of research. Um, I've been researching a lot spirulina lately, so I'll add a scoop of that into my morning protein shake, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's uh, I, it feels like it gives me energy. But apart from that, there's so many benefits that are well researched. I use uh, the National Institute of Health website. Um, I use that a lot. I don't ever use something and not look up what it is there, whether it's skincare or anything. I look at what the research actually says. Mm-hmm. You're a very informed. It's consumer. free. I yeah. mean, it's all you just go there and you do it. And you mentioned you're a pescatarian. Um, yeah. How and we've talked about this before. How are you getting enough protein? As, are you finding that's a challenge? And you know, because you're only eating fish in terms of animal protein. So, so what are your what are your other sources of protein? So, what I rely on a lot is plant protein. Um, so, some days I do total vegetarian days um, where I'm just eating like plant-based stuff. And I, I don't like to go for highly processed stuff. I, I don't do tofu, for example, because it's of the processing. Um, but a lot of people can deal with tofu just fine. It's not that it's bad. It's just I choose not to do that. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll usually look for products that have like pea proteins. Um, I just ate a burger before this, and it was a pea protein burger, and mm. it's delicious. Um, and so I'll do that. 
But it's really been just so easy with the with the seafood because it, when you think about a piece of fish, um, when you when you think about a piece of salmon, I mean you're going to get like forty five grams of protein. Mm-hmm. For most people, that's enough. What do you aim for? Do you have a target for protein? Uh, yeah, it's something like one hundred fifty grams, or okay. it's it's high up there. Mm-hmm. It's a little more than the carbs. Okay, I don't eliminate the carbs right. either. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk quickly about sleep. Which is, you know, really a a struggle, I I feel like, for us in our jobs um, because we're often, you know, up early and working in different time zones. Um, But sleep is such a huge thing for health and wellness. I have found that most of the time where I am craving something that is counter to my goals, I try not to call them bad foods, it's because I'm sleepy. You know, when I want that candy bar, I want, you know, ice cream. I just really need a nap. How do you manage? Because you're up at what time every day? Well, I'm up at four, which Mm -hmm. actually isn't horrible. I worked local news for so many years where I had to get up at 2.30. So four is sleeping in, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You're living on the edge. (laughs) Ah, Yeah. Um, But I am somebody, and I need to do better, and I've been trying to do better at this. I hate sleeping. I, I feel wow. like it's a little bit of death. I have FOMO. Have you always felt that I've way? I've always felt like that. I could stay up for 24 hours straight and I always prided myself on that. It's not healthy and it's not good and it's but it's it's kind of it's it's what I go back to because I just I don't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. Going to sleep, I'm like, wait, but what is anyone else staying up? Right. Like <laughs> I'm the last person on the dance floor. Right. I get I get Driven home by waiters right. <laughs> at restaurants because they're like, you need to go to bed now because I need to go to bed. And and I I wish I see other people like, I just am going to have a quiet night at home. And it that's it's so counter to me because I just want to be out doing and mm-hmm. seeing and dancing. And I mean, if there's a microphone handy anywhere uh, and a stage, you're not going to get me you're, off. You're welcome to do some karaoke now. Well, you know, I need a glass of wine right, first. Right. But, but so for me, sleeping has been something that I have to really focus on, and I've been trying to do better. Apple has that new app where you put your bedtime and when you go to sleep, and then you really see how little you're sleeping. So you know, oh, I'm I haven't around, tried that yet. Yeah, and it and it will tell you. And so you know, I'm I'm around five, six a night, mm-hmm. and then sometimes on the weekends, I will admit I can sleep like a teenager till ten o'clock in the morning. Ooh, ten o'clock. But it's like, but it's like going to Europe and back for me. It's like jet lag every weekend coming mm-hmm. back up. You know, getting up at four then. So I that is my biggest. Um, problem area mm-hmm. is sleeping and I I know I need to do better my mom is on me she she because she knows me she's seen how I act and 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 how little sleep I get and I would argue how little sleep I need or at least I've always felt that way do you feel rested yeah I mean I'm pretty good with six hours I feel I feel pretty rested and I can't take naps I am not a napper I have never been able to when I wake up I feel angry and groggy and disoriented and it just yeah. doesn't work yeah, for me so I don't get I one hundred percent, do not get enough sleep. Oh, we are polar opposites. I love <laughs> sleep, and I value it. So I well, don't make great. any apologies for it. No, I, I will, wish I could be like you that. know. If I can get a nap in, I'm going to nap, and I'm going to tell the world, "Don't contact me. I'm taking a nap, and I'm going to turn my phone off." And I because I feel like it's so good for me. It is. Um, but it, it, I feel like I need a lot of sleep. You know, even on vacation, uh, like after a couple of days, you've slept in and you feel like you should be caught up. I'm still sleeping. See, nine, a beach vacation is like a nightmare to me because I'm like, what are we doing? Where are we going? Right. <laughs> you and I could not go on vacation together. I'd be like, Amy, get oh, out of my face. I'm napping. To, my husband wants to kill me. <laughs> I, I woke us up. We went to Hawaii. I woke us up at 430 in the morning. Oh. Because I just decided at 4.30 in the morning that I wanted to go on a sunrise hike. 
Yep. I <laughs> and love you decided that. this spontaneously. <laughs> we did it. So the two of you should go on vacation it was, together. I know. It was actually amazing. I, I know. I mean, I, I, Andrew, I was like, let's go for a run after like two glasses of wine in Granada, which is like 3,000 feet elevation. He's like, are you kidding me? I was like, nope, we're going right now. That is great. I, 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 I need to be more like you. I want to be more like you. Well, I think we can learn something from each other because I, I, sometimes I think I, I'm too far on that edge of, you know, I love sleep. I love to sleep. How about you? I love to sleep. I do. Um, but I only just started appreciating it um, because I also was this go, 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 go. And then I just really started feeling sluggish, um, particularly when I started changing my diet, when I started eating less calories and all that, when I started controlling that stuff, mm. I, I started feeling sluggish. Um, and so I realized that my body needed something else. If I was going to be eating this way, my body needed to, to needed to sleep a little more. So I, I try to. It's always a struggle. How much it's sleep so do you get each night? I try for six. Okay. Six, well, is, six, six or seven yeah. is, is what I try for. But I, mm-hmm. I still get up early, even if I'm not on the show in the morning. I'll still get up early. And, um, you know, getting to sleep early is hard. That's what it I really is I, hard. I don't like going to bed. That's yeah. I, I especially in my house when my kids are up past me. I can't stand that. I, I have made myself go into bed at 930, but it's painful for me. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I hate going to bed. I am a night owl, but I do like waking up early. So I know I have to back time it. So if I want to be up at, and I, I aim for eight a night. And, oh, e- you wow. know, and when wow. even with the night, <laughs> we're both like in, uh, wow. in awe here. And my son, you know, he's 15 months now. So having a newborn is very fresh in my memory. Even with a newborn, I aimed for eight a day. So I wouldn't nap when he napped, which is what everybody tells you to do. So I knew I had to spread it out. But I was like, no, I'm still getting my sleep. But are you somebody who can sleep? Like, these are the people I'm so envious of. Wherever you are, can you just, like, say, I'm going to sleep now and then sleep? on this table and go to sleep. And I could sleep for six hours with my head on this table. Wow. I mean, when I go on a flight from wheels up to wheels down. I can't sleep on planes. How do you do that? It is my gift and my curse. I went to a doctor once and he said, he said, why are you here? I said, I have this problem. I I sleep too much. (laughs) And he looks at me, he says, that is not a problem. He basically kicked me out of his office. That's he said, you know how many people have trouble with sleep? If you could bottle that and give I me wish. some, I would appreciate it. Because I actually know when I go on a plane that I am going to be complete. I, I'm not going to sleep. Maybe I can sleep for a few minutes here or there, but I cannot sleep it's very it's, difficult. Yeah, I can't. I just can't. Do, it's so hard. It's, it's my so gift hard. And my oh. curse. Well, listen. Thank you guys so much. I could have this conversation with you with you all day. I really look up to you both as, as kind of mental, physical, spiritual health people, and I know that a lot of our viewers do too. So thank you for the oh. opportunity You're to talk about this. You're an inspiration, Thank you guys. And Amy, the book is better. Yes. And Gio, where can folks find you on Instagram? Uh, at Gio Benitos. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank Thanks, you. Mara. Staying motivated is a 24-7 job. Let's keep this conversation going. Send us your questions by using the hashtag motivated or tweet me at MaraCamp. Help spread the motivation by taking a moment to give us a quick review. Just click the link in the description of this episode. New episodes post Monday mornings. And don't forget, you can watch this interview anytime at abcnews.com. Motivated is a production of ABC News. Thanks for listening. I'm Mara Schiavocampo. Big thanks to the sponsor of today's episode, Blue Apron. Incredible ingredients make incredible meals. That's why Blue Apron partners with a community of over 150 artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, sustainable fisheries, and responsible ranchers across the United States. Thanks to these partnerships, Blue Apron is able to deliver fresh, seasonal, perfectly portioned ingredients with easy-to-follow recipes right to your door for under $10 a person per meal. Log in each week to select the recipes you want to cook or let Blue Apron choose based on your food preferences. 
With Blue Apron, there's no weekly commitment, so you only get the deliveries when you want them. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while enjoying specialty ingredients and exploring new flavors and cuisines. When you cook with Blue Apron, you bring the best ingredients to your table while developing a sustainable food system for future generations. Join the growing community of Blue Apron home chefs today and get your first three Blue Apron meals free, plus free shipping at blueapron.com motivated. That's blueapron.com motivated. Blue Apron, a better way to cook.